0: Daily with Jason Mertidis. All right, here it is a Friday, September 3rd edition of Flyers Daily with Jason Martinez, the Friday before Labor Day, the unofficial end of the summer, which again means that we're getting closer to hockey season. Development camp now in the rearview mirror, rookie camp coming up uh, in just a couple of weeks, and training camp right around the corner as well with a season to follow. And we've talked so much here on Flyers Daily. It's been the scuttlebutt about all the changes the Flyers have made this offseason, and they are plenty. from the roster changes and guys not being here anymore like Jake Voracek and Shane Gostespierre, Nolan Patrick and Phil Myers and Brian Elliott to the additions of Cam Atkinson and the additions of Derek Brassard, Nate Thompson, obviously Ryan Ellis. Rasmus Rissalainen and Keith Yandel, to all the moves that happened behind the scenes. And then just last week, we heard about the contract extension for Sean Couturier. He's been on one of the most value-laden contracts in the entire NHL. That's going to expire after this season. He signs the new eight-year deal with an average annual value of $7.75 million. And then we find out yesterday that Chuck Fletcher has not just decided to take a couple of days off, He's got another one of his forwards locked up long-term, and that is Joel Farabee. Flyers have signed Farabee to a six-year contract extension with an AAV of $5 million, so $30 million contract for six years beyond this year it begins next season so he's still on his rookie deal for this season and then six years beyond that and uh, he gets some cost certainty there and this could be another one of those value contracts down the line Flyers betting on a young player they know his work ethic they know his character they know his development curve and it's been pretty steep a development curve at how fast he went from the one year in college to his rookie year where he scored eight goals to last year where he scored 20 goals in 55 games and was on a 30 goal pace so so now you've got Farabee locked up for long-term, six years after this, so seven total seasons at $5 million per. You have Couturier locked up for a total of nine seasons. You have Cam Atkinson for a further three seasons after this one, so four total. You have Kevin Hayes locked up till 25-26, you also have Scott Lawton. That was a contract that was signed in the season at $3 million AAV, locked up through the 25 26 season. Then you look at the D Ivan Provorov, locked up to the 24 25 season with an AAV of 6.75. Ryan Ellis is locked up all the way through 26 27. Travis Sanheim just signed the new two year deal and on down the line. Carter Hart signed a three year extension as well. So. Business has been taken care of by Chuck Fletcher here, and he's done so very prudently with very team-friendly deals. We don't see any $9 million cap hits here going out the door. It's, it's the way to build a team in total, not just a line on a team and have guys making top of the salary range in the NHL and then a drop-off and trying to fill out a roster that way. We'll see if it pays off. But a good piece of business, once again, done by Chuck Fletcher to get Joel Faraby locked up. I didn't see this one coming. I didn't even have an inkling that this was a conversation at this time of year. But to get ahead of it like Chuck Fletcher did in an offseason where he's taking care of so much business. This feels like the godfather. We're going to take care of all the family business today. And he's done it once again. Joel Faraby, now with a six-year contract extension, hooked up and locked up with the Flyers for the next seven years. And he joins us right now on Flyers Daily. Joel, congratulations on the new contract. Thank you. Appreciate it. How's it feel to have that business out of the way and you don't have to worry about it for so many years?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, Definitely, definitely really excited to get it done before the season started. Um, Yeah, I mean, I... Just, yeah, 100%. I get to focus on hockey now, and that's it. So, uh, you know, happy that it's over with and, uh, you know, looking forward to the future.
0: Let me take you back to camp when you guys traveled overseas a couple of years ago. You, you didn't make the team out of camp. I remember Elaine Vino when you guys were over, I think in the Czech Republic, came up to you on the ice during stretches and said, you know, go down, do the right things. You'll be back here. Go from that moment to this moment of signing this extension. So this is a six-year extension, seven years that you're going to be a flyer for certain. Uh, what does that feel like to have that kind of a arc from, from that moment overseas to now this moment signing the deal?
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, my first year when I was 19, um, you know, getting, getting cut last, last cut was, uh, it was pretty tough mentally and things like that. So um, looking, looking at back at it now, I think, you know, it definitely only helped me, um, you know, to go down the A, play a few games, you know, get my feet wet in pro. And, uh, you know, ever since then I've been kind of back up. So, um, you know, it's really nice when, a, you know, a coach and, you know, the management believe in you. So I'm uh, just looking forward to the next, you know, six, seven years here and, uh, you know, looking forward to, you know, what, what I can prove.
0: You know, it's funny because year one you came in, you had a lot of great chances. You and I talked about this uh, at the time, a lot of great scoring chances, but you just weren't finishing at the level you did last year. And then you went into that offseason and took the knowledge you had from year one where you scored eight goals and you came back in 55 games and scored 20 uh, you know, having that knowledge of what it takes at the NHL level is a big reason probably why you signed this contract, isn't it?
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, I think for me, uh, uh, as a player, you know, I'm, I'm able to pick up on things uh, probably a little quicker than, you know, maybe some other people. But, um, you know, I, I feel like I can think the game really well. And I think that really helps me, you know, just not being not being too big of a guy. So um, I think my first year was, a, you know, a great, great insight on, you know, what I need to get better at and things like that. And, you know you know, as you play more games, you you know, you start to learn, you know, where to shoot and things like that, where to where to beat goalies and things like that. So um, yeah, I think, you know, just trying to grab as much knowledge as I can each day I'm at the rank, you know, to, to become the best player I can be.
0: How hard was it for you to kind of separate the two, the disappointment of how the season went, but the excitement for how your season went?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, the team always comes first, for sure. So, you know, Definitely after last year, it left a little bit of a sour taste in your mouth. Obviously, you know, you you want to be playing in the playoffs at the end of the year and things like that. So uh, it was tough, you know, not being a part of it this year. And obviously our first year we're in the the bubble for playoffs, which was a lot of fun and, you know, a good experience too. But, um, you know, I think this year this year will be a really good test for us. I think, uh, you know, a lot of guys kind of hit the reset button. Um, you know, obviously we, we signed some older guys, so really looking forward to the team we have this year. And, uh, you know, I think camp's going to be, uh, you know, I think we're going to have a really good camp and, you know, hopefully that, that brings us right into the season.
0: A little bit more normal of an off season for you. How's the training and, and preparations been for what's about to start here and not to, not to distant future.
1: Yeah, it's been, it's been great. Uh, I've been, been here for most of August. So I've just been skating here, working out here. It's been really nice. Uh, you know, I think just uh, with our workout guys, you know, they, they have such a good program for each guy. So uh, really just, you know, we're probably getting out of the, the strength phase now. I feel like I've built up some good strength and now it's more just getting the, getting the legs and the conditioning back. So um, yeah, looking, for, looking forward to camp. I think we're like 20 some days out. So uh, you know it's going to come up quick here.
0: How much different did it feel last year for you on the ice? You know, year one, you put on some muscle in that off season and you combine that with, like you mentioned, that knowledge of what it takes at the NHL level. Uh, when did you know kind of last season that hey, I'm going to have a more successful season here because I'm a better hockey player at the NHL level now. I'm stronger and I'm having a lot more success. Yeah, Do you feel I, it right away?
1: Probably, yeah, after the first game. I think I had a, a pretty good first game um, <laughs> against Pitt. So I think just, you know, getting that confidence w- with me is probably the biggest thing. When, I, when I'm playing loose and I'm playing with confidence, that's when I play my best. I think my first year I uh, was just, you know, as, as probably anyone would I'm really nervous and you know trying to make the least amount of mistakes out there whereas you know last year I was really just trying to win and you know doing anything I, I could to do that so um, definitely like I said definitely just trying, trying to learn things uh, you know from older guys or the coaching staff or whatever it may be and uh, you know, I think this like I said this year I think we have such a good core and you know some great leaders so I think we're, we're gonna have a really good team.
0: You looking forward to the rhythm of of the 82 game schedule again, because it's been so disjointed, you know, your first year in the league that you're up in the NHL, it gets cut short. And like you said, you were in the bubble. Then year two, it starts in January. It's a 56 game season. You know, you got COVID pauses all over the league. You guys were affected as well. Games, I'm, no practice time. Are you looking forward to the rhythm of a regular season with 82? Yeah, 100 percent. I mean, I I even think, uh, you know, the the
1: 56 game schedule felt probably longer than my first year when we played. You know, I think we got to like 60 some games. But um, last year was definitely a really long year. You know, when you're just playing every other day. There's kind of no rhythm. You know, when you get in a slump, it's really hard to get out of it and things like that. So I I think this year as we get more, you know, more normal and things like that, I I think it's going to be really good. Um, You know, obviously you get a little bit more practice time. You get, you get some rest here and there. So, um, and then uh, you add in probably, hopefully we don't have any COVID pauses, but um, you know, you got to prepare for anything, but without it, I think, you know, a normal season is going to be really good for us.
0: It's going to be refreshing for everybody. Last thing for you, you sign the deal, you have uh, some financial certainty uh, over the next now seven years. Uh, What's the purchase? What's the first thing that Joel (laughs) Farabee goes, you know what? I got a little extra change in my pocket these days. Uh, something I've always wanted, and I worked my ass off to get to this point. I'm gonna splurge a little bit.
1: Yeah, I was. I was just talking to Terrence. She asked me the same question. Uh, probably just look to get a house back home. Uh, I'd like to get something on the lake. You know, somewhere I can chill, chill out, and uh, that, that's probably be my only thing I can think of right now. Uh, but yeah, I'd like to be nice to get a house and you know just get my life started and things like that.
0: Well, the one thing you can do, you and I have talked about. Uh, you you can up your game when it comes to the the tattoo artist. You can go high. You can go high end tattoo artist now. You don't have to go with like the donkey that takes walk ins anymore.
1: Yeah, 100 percent. I can uh, definitely definitely get something nice. Uh,
0: got a few things in the works, but uh, not positive yet. So hopefully hopefully I can get a few more. That's awesome, Uh, Joel! Congratulations! It's been so interesting to see you know your arc in just a couple of years and how it's developed. And uh, I'm so happy for you with this contract. And it's a good contract for you. It's a good contract for the team. So it's a win-win. Thanks for doing this. Best of luck coming up this season. Enjoy the preparations, and uh, we'll talk soon. Awesome. Thanks, Jason. Appreciate it. You know the interesting question that I asked Joel there, kind of early on in that conversation. Going back to that his rookie year where he ended up you know, being a rookie in the NHL and getting called up and had the eight goals in his rookie season. But I remember that video from the behind the glass series they were doing on the Flyers through training camp. And then they went over to Switzerland and played a game. And then they opened their season against the Chicago Blackhawks in the Czech Republic before returning home. And they had their last cuts in the Czech Republic at a practice. And I remember that we found out that Joel Farabee did not make the opening night roster. And They were stretching at center ice, and Elaine Vigneault went up and had a talk with them about, you know, you're not on the roster now, but go down, do the right things, work hard, and you're going to be back up here, and you're going to be back up here for good. And players can, you know, guys like Joel Farabee, professional athletes, they're not used to getting cut. (laughs) That doesn't happen, right? Because they've always been the elite at every level they've played at. So, That's a hard thing to swallow, especially for your first time at 18 or 19 years old when you're an elite athlete and you were a first-round draft pick. And Joel Farabee did do the right things, and he went down to the AHL and played with the Phantoms and worked his butt off. There was no drop-off in intensity or the way he carried himself and worked at practice and the details of his game, and eventually he got that call-up. And to take that full circle from that moment when Elaine Vigneault was talking to him to this moment where he signs a six-year contract extension out of his entry-level contract is pretty cool. So congratulations to Joel Farabee. Again, great job by Chuck Fletcher getting business done. He has been one active general manager this offseason. It has been impressive what he's accomplished as well. All right, everybody, have a great Labor Day weekend, a safe one. On Monday's episode, we're going to talk to Nick Schultz, Former Flyer defenseman, played over 1,000 games in the NHL, now working for the team in the player development area. We'll talk to him about development camp, his career, and much more on Monday's episode. So join us then. Have a great weekend, stay safe, and we'll talk to you on Monday's Flyers Day. took
1: her out, it was a Friday night. I walk alone to get the feeling right. We started making out, and she took off my
0: pants. But then I turned on the TV, and that's about the time she walked away from me.